Hey friends, this is LDR. Welcome back for another week beyond the walls with Timo Vision. Before we dive into a lot of information of all the awesomeness that's happening, I've got to tip my hat to my friends in Kansas City. Team, LDR loves a little friendly competition, and I gotta give some props where the props are due. I lost a friendly wager this week as the Kansas City Chiefs bested my Cleveland Browns in the first game of the NFL season last Sunday. Whew, while well, there was some heartbreaking Cleveland, hats off to you, Kansas City and your Chiefs. You got us this time, but let's just say, until we meet again. Now, that is not the only thing though that happened last weekend. And with all that's going on, I'd like to call this section of today's podcast, do-do-do-do-do-do, the Team World Vision News Desk. If Disney just heard me sing that song, I apologize. All rights to you, ABC and ESPN. But now, here is your very own episode of the Team World Vision News Desk. Our top headline today, friends, live races. Yes, I know, I can barely believe it myself and I almost don't wanna say it out loud because I know, I know we are not out of the woods with this pandemic, but wow, I am just filled with gratitude and gratefulness in this busy season that with everything we have going on, you friends, you are making it work. You are showing up. I mean, masks and social distancing involved, of course, but praise God that we get to be together and paint the streets of our cities and towns orange once again. Thank you for doing all that you can to keep your team safe, to keep yourselves healthy so we can continue to move our feet for vulnerable children. And while we're celebrating what's to come, I want to take a moment and congratulate and acknowledge all of our triathletes who were swimming, biking, and moving their feet for the kingdom this past weekend at Ironman Wisconsin. Now, if you are not familiar with Ironman, whew, get ready. These 37 athletes made up of people just like you and me have raised almost $400,000 for clean water. These folks said yes to swimming 2.4 miles, then biking 112 miles, then topping it off with a full marathon. A lot of our Ironman athletes sign up not knowing how to swim and sometimes not even owning their own bike. But you know what? That's okay, because this event is led out by the one and only Coach Ty. And if you know Coach Ty, you know the kind of magic that I'm talking about. This guy loves on his team in the way that truly mirrors the love of God. So Coach Ty, congratulations on an amazing weekend that changed the lives of 7,873 people and counting. And to you athletes, well, I really don't have words for how proud I am of you. Congratulations. We are so inspired by each and every one of you. And if you right now are listening to this and you want to know more about what it means to swim, bike, and move your feet for the kids, you can go to teamworldvision.org forward slash go farther. But not only that, you can go back and listen to episodes 23 and 24, which highlighted our triathlon team in 2020. These episodes are a beautiful portrait of how special this experience is. And we always want to encourage you to step out of that comfort zone and into that God zone and consider being a part of something awesome like Iron Man. So now we're going to move on to these next two weekends as they are big ones for a lot of you who are listening right now. I need you to remember, remember back to when you glanced at that training plan for the first time and you saw that big, scary double digit number that started with not just a one, but a two. Woo! And you thought, no way, no how am I going to run 20 miles? Well, 
It is here, my friends. And while it may be scary, we know that many of you have been working up to this distance. Our 20 milers, man, you are no joke, guys. And I am talking about how fun it can be to come together and conquer these miles together. So Chicago and Long Beach folks, we pray that this weekend's run is one of the best. Stay smart, rest up, drink water, and have a blast. Your teammates in Grand Rapids, Detroit, Kansas City, and Denver, they are following your lead. So just know that we are praying for you as you're heading into these long expected training miles. And as Christine said so beautifully last weekend to our Ironman triathletes, don't think you've got this. Know that we've got this. So as we get those longest runs in the books, I've got to shout out Twin Cities. You have conquered your 20 miles and you are in taper town. So continue to taper off, lower that mileage, take good care of yourselves and know that race weekend is upon us. Friends, we are here to help you rock your race weekend and know that this means that you need a plan. A plan is key to race weekend and you know what? We've got one for you. That's right. We have been working super hard behind the scenes, getting all of those race weekend details together to be clear and concise and help you have the most successful and fun race weekend that you can have. So that means that you have got to be checking and reading your emails. I know that can be a lot to ask sometimes, but friends, dig through that email box, check out those Team World Vision emails and read your race weekend guide. Check out your Facebook page for your Team World Vision City event and never, ever forget about your Team World Vision dashboard. Log into your Team World Vision page, check out that dashboard, and you will find, if not yet, an invitation to team dinner so you can order your team dinner tickets. You will see your race weekend guides that are coming with all of those details and included, again, on that dashboard are pre-order sales for for race weekend t-shirts and your Team World Vision jerseys. So get them now. And if those things aren't posted yet, they will be in the coming weeks. So keep your eyes open. Whew. All right. Thank you for that little section of our Team World Vision news desk. Let's take a breath, my friends. That was a lot. And if that all seems pretty super overwhelming to you, it's okay. Fear not. We have got plenty of time and we are going to work it all out together. It's one day at a time, one mile at a time, one invitation to donate at a time, and one detail at a time. We are going to get to that start line and through that finish line so that we can celebrate lives transformed. So as we transition to facts and figures and details and celebrations, today we wanted to really land the plane and ground ourselves in a little devotional time to just center ourselves. There is a lot going on in the world and with our Team World Vision family, which is why we wanted to not only just center us together and in the Word of God, but I also wanted to introduce you to one of our newest colleagues, Desiree Montgomery. Desiree just joined our team this summer, and when we got to meet her on Zoom for the first time, we were blessed by the word that she brought to us. And this word, it didn't just bless me, it blessed our colleagues, so much so that Julie, our podcast producer, and I immediately said to one another, We have got to introduce this incredible woman to our people. So get ready to be encouraged. And if you happen to have a Bible nearby, if you're not moving your feet right now, go ahead and press pause and grab it. And if you're moving your feet right now, don't worry. You are going to be moved and the word is going to wash over you and it is going to be okay. So whether you're moving your feet or you're sitting down, without further ado, 
Please enjoy and be blessed as you listen to Desiree's word of encouragement and wisdom. Peace be with you, Team World Vision. My name is Desiree Montgomery. I'm a minister of the gospel, former associate pastor at Brazos Church in Rosenberg, Texas, and I currently serve with Team World Vision on the church and ministry partnerships team. Our team's heartbeat is to come alongside the body of Christ as together we walk out Christ's commandment to love our neighbor and go about it in a way that promotes empowerment and affirms the dignity and intrinsic value of those whom we serve. A little bit about my background. I was in foster care as a teenager. I lived in a children's home, which is basically an orphanage. And one of the most difficult things about that season of life was not my living conditions nor the circumstances which brought me to that place, but the perception held by some that my value and abilities were determined by the circumstances, that because I had less, I was less. And so I've always been a bit hesitant when it comes to child sponsorship, mission trips and the like for fear of perpetuating that mentality. But in this season, I am truly thrilled to serve with World Vision where we strive to facilitate mutually transformative relationships between donors and clients. And this can be seen quite clearly in our new chosen experience where for the first time ever, the roles are reversed and children have the chance to choose their own sponsors. Again, we're seeking to promote empowerment and affirm the dignity and intrinsic value of those whom we serve. And so that's a little bit about me and my heart for this ministry. Switching gears, it has been an interesting past couple of weeks in our country and in the world. It just feels like across the board with rising COVID-19 cases, natural disasters, military and political situations that the dial has been turned up and there's this increasing pressure, intensified sense of chaos. Within my own spheres of influence, dear friends of mine have lost loved ones and are having to navigate this new reality of life without their father, cousin, sister, or friend. Polarization within the body of Christ is making a comeback as social issues emerge and reemerge. And the church in America, we are watching in horror as our brothers and sisters abroad face life-threatening persecution. In this season, many of us may feel overwhelmed, discouraged, or even fearful of what is to come. As we lift our eyes to the hills, so to speak, searching for the chief shepherd, we ask the question, where are you, Lord? If you have your Bible with you today, please turn with me to John 14, beginning in verse 25. These things I have spoken to you while I am still with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. I don't know about you all, but I do love a good musical. And this passage specifically reminds me of the Broadway musical Hamilton. There's a scene, which I really like, where Alexander Hamilton is helping George Washington prepare for his farewell address. And there's a weight to it, this last goodbye and sense of urgency to impart words of wisdom to help this new nation become strong 
and stable. And we see the same type of farewell address in John's gospel during the Last Supper. It's Christ's instructions and encouragement to his closest friends. Encouragement which they would need in the years to come during the persecution of the church under Saul, during natural disasters, and ultimately in remaining steadfast in their faith, even unto death. In this passage in John, we find two promises and an exhortation. Promise number one, we will receive the helper, the one who teaches us and brings all things to remembrance. As we walk with the Lord and we find ourselves in situations that seem beyond us, the Holy Spirit guides our steps and illuminates the way forward so that his purposes will be accomplished. He speaks to us deep within our spirit, gives us the wisdom and discernment we need for the moment, and dwells with us each step of the way. It reminds me of Psalm 23. As, as we read the first few verses, we might see imagery of green meadows and flowing rivers, a type of utopian pasture, if you will. But putting it in perspective, the psalmist King David would have been describing the Judean wilderness where there might be patches of green grass or shrubs miles apart from each other. And it was the shepherd's job to plan accordingly, to make sure that the sheep had what they needed for each day. And then the shepherd would eventually lead his flock to the next patch of grass. And so it is with the Lord and his provision for us. Through the Holy Spirit, we receive exactly what we need for the moment, for the hour, and we trust that the Good Shepherd will provide exactly what we need for the challenges of tomorrow. We will receive the Helper. Promise number two, we will receive peace. Peace can take on different meanings in different contexts. At times it can mean quiet or tranquility. In this passage, the word arene is used, referring to the welfare of an individual, their rest or wholeness. It's not just the absence of trouble, but the presence of things that give life. Personally, I've experienced this as an inner fortitude and clarity of mind in the midst of hardships. I felt the joy of the Lord in situations where I should have been angry or fearful, and I received rest and walked in fullness of life while facing the impossible. All of this because the Lord's peace went before me. It surrounded and sustained me. We will receive peace. And finally, the exhortation, do not be afraid. Going back to Psalm 23, about halfway through the passage, there's a transition. We go from green pastures and quiet waters to the valley of the shadow of death. In our minds, we see this vulnerable little sheep entering into the land of darkness, surrounded by predators trying to escape flash flooding, and we wonder, where is the shepherd in all of this? Well, he's exactly where he was earlier in the passage, right next to the sheep. The shepherd does not leave us to walk through the valley on our own. He leads us through it. With his rod and his staff, he guides and protects us from the perils around us, all while moving us one step closer to that next place of provision. Does this mean that the Lord is the author of evil? No, but in his sovereignty, he sometimes allows it. Does this mean that we won't experience hardship? No, we are never promised that. C.S. Lewis once said, I didn't go to religion to make me happy. I always knew a bottle of port would do that. If you want a religion to make you feel really comfortable, I certainly don't recommend Christianity. We as people of the cross are not promised a pain-free existence, but we can walk in confidence and without fear, knowing that the Lord is working all things out for our good. 
that he will be with us, that he has given us the gift of himself. And who is this God that goes before us? He is the almighty father, the creator of the universe, who speaks new realities into existence. He is Christ the King, the head of the church, the great victor who defeated death and sits at the right hand of the Father. He is the spirit of truth who makes himself known among us as a still small voice in boldness and in courage. Through miraculous works, through his supernatural empowerment of the church, and through his overwhelming presence of peace. And so today, Lord, we remember who you are and we put our hope in the promises you have given us. We thank you that in times of chaos and confusion, you are still the good shepherd and you lead us faithfully in paths of righteousness and goodness. Lord, strengthen our faith, grant us courage and help us to endure the valleys that we are facing. We ask that in this dark hour, you would help us to shine brightly and minister to those around us. That we would be known by our love for you and our love for one another. And that in all these things, you would be glorified. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, we hope you enjoyed these incredible words from Desiree, and we are praying over your next miles as you run, and we are praying for your continued impact on these kids for whom you move your feet. Take heart. Take heart and know that you are loved and you are being prayed for constantly. And enjoy the coming weeks. As you hit Taper Town and your legs recover and your body is feeling better, don't forget to share your story and let people know why it is that you have done all of this work, that you've made it to this point, and don't cross that finish line with any regrets. May these next few weeks be a celebration of all the hardships that you've overcome, not just in this training season, but over these last 18 months. And just remember that even if you might feel alone, we're here and we truly do go farther together. We hope that you have a great week. And once again, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this podcast with your friends and your family, and of course, your fellow teammates. Thanks for running with us this week. <laughs>